Kind of like uh, Degrom's start too. It was good. I, you know, I was just thinking this. Uh, Nito hit the double. You know, I think that way. I go. It'd be nice for Nemo to get in at bat this inning. Kind of like the baseball guys. You know, kind of let him get up there. What a play. You know, it, when you look at minor league players, one of the questions I ask: Can they turn hits into outs? I did. I never ask, and they turn home runs into outs. You know, it's uh, maybe I should. You know, I, I don't have much to compare it to. Some guys talk about how much uh, Nim has grown every year he's been here, and uh, great play, great play. And then you see Jake kind of take it to another level with the next hitter. But uh, Jake was different in that game. Obviously, they've got a really good pitcher having a great year. We knew that coming in, and it was going to be. Runs were going to be at a premium. Overlook Marte. You know, he saw a lot of changeups at first at bat and made the adjustment and sat on it and, and got him. With uh, that Nimmo catch, you saw the the type of reaction that he had immediately after it. Just, you know, what does that show you about how much that moment meant to him and, and meant to the group? Well, it, it, one thing about Nim, and we got a lot of them, he's very sincere. You know, if he feels something, he's going to show it. And sometimes he wears some things that probably aren't productive to the club uh, consistently. So, you know, Nim's, Nim's a pro. I mean, he's very quietly um, uh, established himself as a guy you can count on. You know what you're getting every day. And you know, we feel like if it's not caught, it's not meant to be caught. Andy, as you were watching that catch and, and, and Brandon go back, I understand that it's an almost impossible play, but did you get a feeling like he had a beat on it? We've time? seen it a few times this year, not one uh, quite with – the reason it was tough was no hang time. It was pretty much – it didn't, it didn't lay up there where you can get to the fence and time your jump. And you, sometimes if you do it right, you use the fence to, to raise yourself a little bit. It was all a timing thing, and you know you've played that center field so much. That's why I'm always been pushing for standardized warning tracks. Some warning tracks aren't as wide as others, which is silly. But you know our guys know, you know, in this ballpark, once you hit center, how many steps you got, and why they're not all uniform around baseball. I don't know, but some of it's got to do with some of the grandfather stuff. But it takes a lot of knowledge of your field and how many steps you got, and and the timing. I think the toughest part of it, it didn't hang up there. I mean, he had to totally commit to it. And it was a huge play. You know, Edwin coming in there with all that, you know, fanfare, and rightfully so. It's good for the fans. Fans love it, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for anything that the fans love, and for the most part. And, uh, um, you know, the pressure to deliver in that part of the order with all that coming on is, is remarkable. He's been doing it all year for us. Otto had a big inning. That's uh, it's impressive. Zach. It's, it's tough to follow Jake. Okay, you know, you're coming in there and, but, uh, you know, Jake never, it was good to get him through the seventh inning. That's the first, all the way through the seventh inning the outing he's had. Is that enough? <laughs> Zach. Buck, did it feel like October at all, you know, besides the fact it's warm? I mean, just the atmosphere and the, the field. The was, was was perfect, I thought. Man, it wasn't really sticky. Um, makes me wonder about what September is going to bring. Um, oh, a little bit, yeah. 
Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be in some of those situations, and um, I think a lot of it has to do with the quality of club we're playing to, and uh, you know what's at stake for us, not necessarily for them, but they've earned the right to be able to do what they're doing, and we're still trying to earn, you know, the division title. Buck, you were in in Baltimore in 2013 when Trout made that catch up against the wall. Just curious how you thought Nimmo's catch tonight might compare. I'd have to go back like through it. I'd, I'd like to know how much hang time he had. You know, when, when you can get back there and time it, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's a lot easier than the play Nim made. Nim was, you know, the collision, are you going to jar the ball out? Because he's not, you know, when you get back there and you go up, you don't have to worry about jarring the ball off the fence. Um, I don't have to look back at uh, Trout's, but they were both great catches. All right, Tony. We got the update late on uh, Beatty pregame. What, what is your expectation of what the rest of his year can or might look like? Well, you know, uh, talking to the doctors and, and getting arms around it finally today, uh, I think he's going to have next, the surgery is planned in the next couple of days, and there is a, a possibility that he would make it back. The return on this and the, is at a pretty high rate that, uh, you know, the. I don't want to get in a lot of medical stuff, but uh, if you look through the years with this injury, um, you have a pretty good uh, success rate. And um, we also think there's an outside possibility that he could return this season. Buck, you mentioned the seven innings with DeGrom, and that was the furthest he's gone so far since he's been back. Is that kind of the next frontier for him, just to really get that length in? And now, now that he's been up over 90 pitches a few times. And Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're there. I mean, if you could tell me I, every pitcher was capable and, and could physically and, and uh, execution-wise get through seven innings, I'd, I'd really, you know, that's a, a luxury. Now, I thought tonight was one of the, few, the first times that Jake... He had a normal day leading up to it. He had a normal work day. He had a normal, not that he doesn't. Uh, he had, uh, you know, Jake's not the type of guy you tiptoe around, have to tiptoe around the day starting. I mean, he wants you to engage him, but, you know, six innings, Jeremy just checked with me, so I'm good. And, you know, he didn't ask out of the game after the seventh. He didn't come to us or anything, just kind of beat him to it. Tim, given the, the Beatty news, what is the plan at third base for the next little bit? Well, we, you know, we're still trying to decide when, you know, obviously Gore was active tonight and uh, he's got some players um, that were traveling or did travel among guys we're considering um, to call up tomorrow. We'll obviously add two guys tomorrow. So uh, Billy and I were just getting ready to start that and then finish it up and Harold told me I was late. John. Made Billy really happy. <laughs> Buck, just following up on the ground, did you think he was gassed or was it just that he he wasn't going more than seven because he hasn't done it uh, this year? I don't think he was gassed. Uh, he didn't have any indications of that. It was more, it was, you know, it's our decision, my decision. It wasn't Jake. These aren't guys that ask out of games, you know. Right, right. but I mean. But he, he uh, it was uh, the threshold he had gotten to for the first time this year. And uh he was working on an extra day. It's yet to be seen whether he'll be working on an extra day next time out or not. Uh, a lot's got to do with what we do in the next couple of days. Decide what we want to do with Pete. So, uh, no, he was uh, at no point did he did I say, what do you think? I just don't think that's fair to him. I have, you know, Jeremy does that sometimes. How you doing? Short conversation tonight. I'm good. <laughs> 